voice of the world The sound with the beat The sound that sets you tapping your feet Radio, the sound of year-round pleasure The sound of the news, rhythm and blues Tchaikovsky swing, whatever you choose Radio, the sound of year-round pleasure Welcome to All Things Radio, your weekly radio magazine, with radio news from a national perspective, quality and format changes, sports news, featured radio stations from yesterday and today, your voicemails and phone calls, as well as special guests and featured segments. And now here's your host, Bill Sparks. Educate, syncopate, radio communicate, radio, the sound of year-round pleasure. Well, a very good evening from one Indianapolis, Indiana, and welcome to All Things Radio Live, what, 546 for August 13th. I think I got that right, right. Sean. Yep, yep, you got it right. I, th- I, think I, I think I got that right. Gosh, we got a busy show, and i got to do double duties again tonight. I've got a emergency board meeting about three-quarters of the way through the show. But fortunately, because of technology, I can do both. Well, I can attempt to do both. Anyway, Jeff, I know we got a busy week. Oh, we certainly do. First of all, I want to thank everyone who listens to All Things Radio Live. No matter how you listen, whether you listen on your voice assistant from Google or from Amazon, whatever, whether you listen on Sonos, whatever you're listening, thank you very much for listening. And good morning, good afternoon, or good evening to those who are listening live. First of all, we'll start our show up with our latest radio news from a national perspective. Then we'll follow it up with Jennifer Sparks' call letter and format changes. And boy, we've got a big call letter and format change list this week. In Bill Sparks' featured segment, we're going to hear, and I hope I'm pronouncing his name right, Mike Golick who is leaving, yeah. who has left yeah. ESPN. And we get to hear how he said goodbye after working for ESPN for, I guess, a little over 23 years. This week, we're switching things up a little bit. In my featured station segment, I'm going to be looking at a radio station that has gained ratings in May, June, and July. And I'm not really sure why. I know they're a country station, but we're going to travel to Providence, Rhode Island, and we're going to listen to Cat Country, WCTKFM. Finally, we're going to remember Bill Mack and an air check. And I'm sorry about the quality. It's not the greatest quality, but it is what it is from KWFT in Wichita Falls, Texas from August 3rd, 1957. So all in all, we do have a very busy segment and we'll talk a few, about a few other things as well. So that's what's going on this week on All Things Radio Live. Over to you, boss. Boss? Shoot. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is Boss Radio, isn't it? Just kidding. Just kidding. Boss Radio. Yeah. Boss Radio. You got it, Bernie. I've been told about three or four times this week how well I cannot run this radio station. So, <laughs> Well, I think most bosses are told that, and some bosses just, uh, that's the last thing people tell them before they're out the door. They're they're more yeah. tolerant that's than some other people. That's, that's not a way to ingratiate yourself. It's kind of like the lady <laughs> on the coffee club who had the nerve to say she did not like cats. Now, oh, that's not good. That, that, oh, that's that, criminal. That's, Hanger. Uh, I mean... Oh. My goodness, we can't even have freedom in this country anymore. But anyway, so it's time for Jeff's award-winning news. And let's see what he comes up with this week. 
I'm Jeff Bennett for All Things Radio, and here's what's happening in the world of broadcasting. Major radio groups report their second quarter revenue results, and they're not pretty. It's almost certain that WABC AM in New York City will be adding another local talk show to its schedule. We'll let you know what's happening on the street, and we'll continue our look at the Nielsen July Personal People Meter ratings. It was yet another busy week this week in the world of broadcasting, and major radio groups continue to report their second quarter revenue results, and they're not pretty. And the major groups that we're going to be talking about this week all suffered double-digit losses of revenue. Let's first take a look at Saga Communications whose second quarter revenue results fell 47%. Ed Christian, CEO of Soccer Communications, says the big problem here was our lack of revenue from advertising. Ed Christian is always very philosophical when he talks about the revenue results for his company. He points out that many businesses are afraid to spend money, and they're not quite sure what the economic conditions are going to be in the future. We'll let you know more about Saga, where they report their third and fourth quarter revenue results later on this year. Another company reporting its second quarter revenue results was Edicom. Their revenue dropped 54% from last year at this time to this year at this time. The big problem here, of course, is national and local advertising revenue. Finally, iHeartMedia reported its second quarter revenue results, and they were down 47%. Their revenue drop is in line with the other broadcasters we just listed earlier in this report. Other companies which haven't reported their second quarter revenue results so far are Univision, Spanish Broadcasting Systems, and Cumulus Media. In other news, WABC AM in New York City is making its mark by trying to add more local radio to its schedule. Bill O'Reilly could be coming back to radio at WABC. The last time Bill O'Reilly was on radio was back in 2017. However, his sexual abuse scandal landed him a loss of his job at Fox Radio and Fox Television. According to reliable sources, Bill O'Reilly could be headed to WABC sometime this fall doing a local talk show. This is according to his agent and according to the folks at Red Apple Media, owners of radio station WABC AM. Now it's time to take a quick look and find out what's happening on the street. Could it be? A radio icon is also returning to the New York airwaves. WABC AM has hired Cousin Brucey to do a Saturday Night Rock and Roll show, which will air from 6 p.m. till 9 p.m. on the East Coast. This all starts on Saturday, September 5th, and a rebroadcast of the show will also air on Monday afternoon, Labor Day, September 7th. This is a return for Cousin Brucey at WABC, where he really made it big, beginning back in 1961 and continuing until 1974. In Chicago, Illinois, WMVP AM 1000 ESPN Radio is about to debut a new morning show. The morning show will be live and local, and it will be hosted by Dave Kaplan and Jonathan Hood. The show will air Monday through Friday from 7 a.m. till 10 a.m. And finally, continuing on news concerning Chicago Radio, it was great to hear Chicago radio legend John Landecker working at radio station WGN AM subbing for Bob Surratt. Bob Surratt has been on vacation for the last week, and John Landecker is no slouch when it comes to doing talk radio. But you'll remember John Records Landecker when he worked at radio station WLS evenings between 7 p.m. and 11 p.m. doing Top 40 Radio. Dan Patrick has done something that's pretty cool. He has inked out an exclusive deal to have his TV show air on Peacock. That's the NBC-owned and operated streaming service that's coming soon. However, this will have no effect on his radio show, that radio show will continue to air on stations throughout the United States. Finally, is a new Spanish station destined to air in Orlando, Florida. According to Domain Insights, Cox Media is planning to make one of their radio stations, Exitos Radio, and we'll let you know more about this in a future All Things Radio live broadcast. Now it's time to continue our look at the Nielsen July Personal People Meter Ratings. In Washington, D.C., here are the top three ranked radio stations. Number one is WMAL with its news, talk, and information format. Number two is WHUR-FM with their urban adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three rec radio station in Washington, D.C. is WTOP-FM with its all-news operation. In Boston, Massachusetts, the number one rec radio station is WZLX-FM with a classic rock format. The number two rec radio station is WXKS-FM with a pop CHR format. And finally, the number three rec radio station in Boston, Massachusetts is WMJX-FM with an adult contemporary format. In Miami, Florida, the number one rec radio station is WHQT-FM with an urban adult contemporary format. The number two rec radio station is WFEZ-FM 
with a little contemporary format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in Miami, Florida is WAMR-FM with the Spanish tropical format. In Seattle, Washington, the number one ranked radio station is KIRO-FM with a news talk and information format. The number two ranked radio station is KZOK-FM with a classic rock format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in Seattle, Washington is KJR-FM with a classic hits format. In Detroit, Michigan, the number one ranked radio station is WCSX-FM with a classic rock format. The number two ranked radio station is WYCD-FM with a country format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in Detroit, Michigan is WWJ-AM with its all news operation. In Phoenix, Arizona, the number one ranked radio station is KESZ-FM with an adult contemporary format. The number two ranked radio station is KSLX-FM with a classic rock format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in Phoenix, Arizona is KYOT-FM with an adult its format. In the Minneapolis-St. Paul, Minnesota market, things are status quo. The number one ranked radio station is KSTP-FM with a hot adult contemporary format. The number two ranked radio station is KQQL-FM with a classic its format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in the Minneapolis-St. Paul, Minnesota market is KNOW-FM. That's the public broadcaster with a news talk and information format. In San Diego, California, things are still status quo. The number one ranked radio station is KPBS-FM. That's the public broadcaster with a news talk and information format. The number two ranked radio station is KXSN-FM with an adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in San Diego, California is KLNV-FM with a Mexican regional format. In the Tampa St. Petersburg, Florida market, things are also status quo. The number one ranked radio station is WDUV-FM with an adult contemporary format. The number two ranked radio station is WXGL-FM with a classic hits format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in the Tampa St. Petersburg, Florida market is WCIE-FM with a contemporary Christian format. In the markets that serves Denver and Boulder, Colorado, the number one ranked radio station is KYGO-FM with a country format. The number two ranked radio station is KQMT-FM with a classic rock format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station is KCFR-FM. That's the public broadcaster with a news, talk, and information format. In Baltimore, Maryland, things are also status quo. The number one ranked radio station is WWIN-FM with the number one contemporary format. The number two ranked radio station is WPOC-FM with a country format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in Baltimore, Maryland is WERQ-FM with an urban format. Finally, in St. Louis, Missouri, the number one ranked radio station is KSHE-FM with a classic rock format. The number two ranked radio station is KLOU-FM with a classic hits format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in St. Louis, Missouri is KLJY-FM with a contemporary Christian format. Next week, we'll conclude our look at the Nielsen July Personal People Meter Ratings. According to media monitors, here are the top commercials you heard on the radio this past week, and it's a war between the insurance companies for the number one and number two ranked spots. Number one is Progressive Insurance, followed by Geico Insurance, Babel, The Home Depot, and Cricket Wireless. Finally, according to an article in the Philadelphia Inquirer, something's missing at News Radio KYW AM 1060. What is it? It's the teletype sound effect. According to Alex Silverman, news director at KYW, the last time teletypes were used at KYW was in 1986, and they got rid of the teletypes in 1986 because you couldn't find ribbons for those teletypes. However, KYW continued to use the iconic teletype sound, but Alex Silverman is trying to modernize the sound of the radio station with modern imaging, and that's why the iconic teletype sound is gone. I'd like to ask the panel after this radio news segment if the teletype really matters when listening to news on KYWAM. If you have any comments concerning this portion of the podcast, there are many ways you can get in touch with me. First of all, you can send me an email. My email address is Jeff. That's J-E-F-F Jeff at allthingsradio.net. Or you can send me a voicemail with our feedback line. The phone number is 800-693-0595. That's 800-693-0595. And hit option two for the podcast team. For All Things Radio, I'm Jeff Bennett. Well, I don't think the teletype matters on the news, but I sure do like it.
Well, I like it, but I don't think the average audience member cares. No. I think Chris would probably agree when I say the following. Chris, no, it's not that people care about the teletype in the sense that they know it's really obsolete, but it had a signature sound in the background that people knew they were listening to KYW. Yeah, that's right. And, and, you know, I think, and of course, they don't have another news station like when they had, uh, they were competing with WCAU for a couple of years. And, of course, they they wiped them out and CAU went back to talk. But, you know, you kind of knew who you were tuned into, and that was a good reason to keep it for a while. I think, does WINS have it anymore? WINS has it only when people seem to be working in the studio but right now most people are working from remote ah. locations so and they may end up get, getting rid of it as well and that'll be a shame but but when they first went all news back in 1965 they did not have a teletype and they added that later on so oh okay but they've been news right. since April 19th 1965 and the other thing the other thing that people wouldn't realize is what they should really do if they had a teletype and if they wanted to make it authentic is they should ring a bunch of bells on the teletype when they have breaking news because that's what a teletype did if you ever heard about the tours of newsrooms, there's one on the D-Day broadcast that you can hear where Bob Trout goes out in the room and they talk about how when the big bulletin comes in, the teletype, the teletype was hooked up to the AP and the INS and all these other things, and uh, they'd all ring their bells when they had a big flash. That's and true. In fact, you hear that when the, when the war ends, you know, you can hear that on some of the stuff, so they, you know. So, But yeah. one thing I just wanted to mention before teletypes, we talk about that kind of stuff. The other day, I was listening to Tampa Bay on 970 WFLA, their hockey game. I heard a time tone. I hadn't heard a time tone in years. You know, it's funny. KYW still uses the time tone because I actually hear them on the AM, but they don't put that time tone on the internet because the time tone wouldn't be accurate on the internet since the internet feed is about probably (laughs) anywhere from 30 seconds to a minute behind. Yeah, but BZ still used to use the time tone on the internet. Then they dropped it. Now I don't think they use it for anything, but uh, WFLA still had the time tone in the middle of the hockey game. You could hear that at least it was the top of the hour at that point in uh, Tampa Bay. You know, uh, probably for those of us, for those of us that weren't KYW listeners regularly, that it, because I mean you don't get it really down here. I don't think I've ever gotten it here in Austin. No, I they did. don't come this way. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, they don't go this way. Obviously, you know, I've never and like WIS is probably thing. But for y'all, I get it. It's it is the nostalgia and it's kind of tradition. It's like like. Oh, I'm getting my news, but I'm missing something. Is that yeah, probably? But here's the other part of the say? problem. Here's the other part of the problem with you, Sean. It's not you. It's your age. You know, you're, you're much younger than we are. So when you grew well, up on radio, you didn't hear that stuff. So that that's the whole thing. Well, no, but what I'm saying is, if I even my age, if I lived in New York. I would still be used to hearing yeah, the right. teletype on 10 would have heard it when he was right. a kid. And yet, yeah. yet well, WBZ, down here, our news stations didn't use it. Carol D didn't but, use a teletype. But the rock stations used to do it. They used to, a lot of the rock oh, yeah. stations had the teletype. Oh, yeah. 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 As a matter of fact, yeah. if you listen yeah. to WBZ, they didn't put teletype in their newscasts either. But... But W, uh, but but WMEX might have maybe at one point. But I think I know they that- might have. Easy had a little teletype sound right at the beginning of when there was yeah. rock. They'd go. <laughs> it was a little teletype thing right at the beginning, but it, they didn't keep it under for the whole news. But it was a, that's correct. A now, I think for sound. a while. I think for a while, KKYX in San Antonio, they were a country station. They still are class country, but in the early 80s, they were still using the teletype sound effect in their news for a little bit. They didn't do it that long, though. But Bernie, KWB had it when, when they were, you know, whether they brought it in when they went, when they were Group W and they were all news because that, you know, they went in 68. I wonder if they had it. I don't know. They had, they did have it because I was in California in 1980 and they were using it as early as then. Hey, Bernie, when you were working oh. in Indiana radio early, when you started your career and stuff, did you have teletypes in the background of your news? cast at all no but we never i mean the, the station that uh i was on was not a serious news kind of station so no but i 
I personally like it. <laughs> I think it. I think it conveys it has a little flavor and color. You know, as a matter yeah, of fact, yeah, I'm one of these all things radio podcasts, and maybe we should resurrect it. I did a comparison of both WINS and KYW, and maybe we'll do that again sometime. And that'd be good. Yeah. Well, the, the, uh, Hold on, real quick. Yeah. I just want to clarify something from your news. Real quick. Uh, you said, okay, the Dan Patrick show is coming soon to Peacock. Peacock is already here for some of the men. Yeah, there's Dan and wonder is Peacock. Peacock is already here, and it is it is accessible, by the way. I didn't know if it was on Peacock yet, but I know that. And But they're also going to no, be. No, it's here. not. It's coming It's coming soon to Peacock, but for those, the way the way it sounded, some people may think that Peacock is not here, but Peacock is here. No, I didn't say that. So, what, I said, what I said is they're also going to be yeah. an exclusive home for uh, the that Patrick TV show. Yeah, so you have to be exclusive. If you a, number, to... a number of radio shows are doing that with Peacock and Pluto. I think there's a couple on Pluto, Black Sexton, and a couple others. So a lot of them are starting to do anyway, that. Anyway, back to so the go ahead, go ahead, Barry. Go ahead, Barry. Go ahead, Barney. Barney. Uh, I, I, think it's, I think it's just a cool sound. I don't think anybody uh, who's younger would go, wow, that's a teletype. It just, it's a sound that, you know, if somebody's just talking and you've got a sound like that behind them, it tends to move things along better or something. You know, yeah. You know, when I said to Chris earlier in the show, before we started, I said to Chris, can you imagine if they had a contest to say, why do you want the KYW teletype back? And you could give a prize to someone who came up with the most creative reason, and it would be a great promotional tool. Yeah. But you know, it's it's just like reverb on oldie stations. It just is kind of a cool thing. That's a little really color, yeah. That, little, that's little correct. Color. Yeah. Perry, before we get to our next segment, do you want to talk about what's going on in Iowa with the storms that you've had? Yes, we had quite a doozy of a storm. And in fact, uh, this may be, once they tally everything up damage-wise, it may be one of the worst uh, severe weather events in Iowa history that hit on Monday. And uh, what, what made it a little bit interesting is it happened in the morning into the early afternoon. It was called a derecho. And the, the definition of that, it has to be 58 mile an hour wind for 250 miles or more. Well, this one was way over 250 miles. This one made it clear into past Indianapolis and into Ohio uh, by Monday night. But where it pertains to radio is there are still over 100,000 people around the state without electricity. And on Monday, a lot of the iHeart stations in the Cedar Rapids market were, were basically taken out. And uh, the article I read, J.J. Uh, Cook, who works for iHeart over there, says that they're going to have to bring in extra crews to help them fix equipment and all that. So iHeart really got hit hard by the storms uh, that moved across basically the whole middle part of the country. They originated in Nebraska, and like I say, they made it clear over to Ohio before they finally started to weaken a little bit. But these were not just random thunderstorms. The definition, of course, is 58. These were winds of 110, 115 were the highest that I saw. Uh, here in Des Moines, where I lived, I would estimate we had probably 80, 80-plus 80 mile an hour for quite a while. I mean, normally they gust and go away. These stuck around for like 20 minutes, so it was not just a random thunderstorm. Wow. Thank you for letting us know about that. You know, I, I don't think that people realize just how important radio can be at that point. Well, of course, you know, especially if the TV stations go off the air, something happens on radio. Well, stations, and that's part on. of the problem, Jeff, is one of the radio, one of the IR stations over there, WMT, they pick up TV weather coverage from, you know, one of the ABC affiliate in that market. And they were having the cable was, of course, gone. The microwave signal they used to go from the TV station was gone. So basically the, the guy at the radio station was having to do things old fashioned. And then, of course, they were gone. Well, and he didn't have a teletype. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah he, didn't have, he didn't have a teletype, though. How true. How true. And we gave him more than 22 minutes, too. So. <laughs> we did. <laughs> he was gone, so he couldn't give us the world. But you know what? Yeah. You know, the necessity is the mother of invention, and unfortunately, uh, today people haven't learned to in, to invent anything because we've got the computer. When they, when all these tools go down, what do they do? That's the problem. So you know, what can you? Well, I said this a few months ago, and I'm saying it again. Even 30 years ago, if this virus had hit, there would have been. You think there's craziness and pandemonium about some issues now? People wouldn't even be able to communicate. Uh, you know, because they would be home and they wouldn't know how to even get in touch with each other. The phone lines would be overloaded. They'd be talking to people about rationing their phone calls and everything else. So we could have been in a lot worse shape if that had happened even 30 years ago. Hey, talk, oh, yeah. about, talk about people we don't want to get upset with us. We don't want uh, Jennifer Sparks to get upset with oh, us. No. Why don't we do her no. Oh, format changes? No, 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 no we she, don't. No. All the listeners seem to peek up when she gets ready to come on the air. And hello, everybody. They're, they're waiting <laughs> for her. So we, we need to say hello to the rest of our audience since they're here mm-hmm. now waiting on Jennifer's call letter and format changes. Now, understand. Bring on the teletype. You're, you're, they're writing. They're, they're writing. Wait, that's right. As a matter of fact, we have a little music in back of that, so the same principle yeah. as the teletype. There exactly. You and you're going to get 15 minutes of Jennifer tonight. There's a lot of call letter and format changes. So here we go. Hello, everyone. I'm Jennifer Sparks, and here are your call letter and format changes for the week of August 13th. KCVR 1570, Lodi, California, changes format from Spanish sports to ethnic and changes slogan from TUDN Deportes to Punjabi Radio. KSQB FM 92.7, Burns, Oregon changes calls to KZHC FM, WEZR 1240, Lewiston, Maine changes format from silent to adult hits, WTME AM 780, Rumford, Maine changes primary format from silent to adult hits and changes calls to WIGY AM, W. RMO FM 100.7 Mexico, Maine changes format from silent to country and adds slogan WOXO Country 92.7 100.7 and changes calls to WIGY FM WKBE 107.1 Corinth, New York changes format from CHR to Classic country and changes slogan from 107.1 the point to big country 107.1 WKDA 900 Lebanon Tennessee changes primary format from Spanish hits to classic country and adds primary network provider Westwood One Real Country and adds secondary format jazz and changes slogan from Radio Latino 900 to Real Country, WKBH-FM 100.1, West Salem, Wisconsin, changes format from Not Available to Contemporary Christian and adds Network Provider, K-Love, and adds Slogan, K-Love, and changes calls 
to WLCWFM, WLFNAM, 1490, La Crosse, Wisconsin, changes calls to WLXRAM, WMLQ, 97.7, Manistee, Michigan, changes format from silent to talk and adds a slogan, News 97 and 98, WNYQ, 101.7, Hudson Falls, New York, changes format from classic hits to Christian rock. WOXOFM 92.7 Norway, Maine changes format from silent to country and adds slogan WOXO country 92.7 101.7 WPNO 1450 South Paris, Maine changes format from silent to adult hits. KBPC FM 93.5 Crockett, Texas changes calls to KDVY FM KIVY 1290 Crockett, Texas changes slogan from America's Best Music 1290 AM 102.9 FM to KIVY 1290 AM 102.9 FM KMTL 760 Sherwood, Arkansas changes format from not available to regional Mexican and adds slogan Radio La Raza KMVL 1220 Madisonville, Texas changes slogan from America's Best Music, 1220 AM, 98.9 FM to KMVL, 1220 AM, 98.9 FM, WDVI, 100.5, Rochester, New York, changes format from hot AC to adult contemporary, WENR, 1090, Inglewood, Tennessee, changes format from Southern Gospel to Christian Rock and changes slogan from the Little Gospel Giant to 104.9 The Mountain. WLXRFM 104.9 La Crosse, Wisconsin changes calls to WGSLFM. WGSYAM 1460 Phoenix City, Columbus, Alabama changes calls to WHTYAM, WKBL, 1250, Covington, Tennessee, changes format from Southern Gospel to Talk and adds slogan WTJS 93.1, The Talk of Jackson, WRAB 1380, Arab, Alabama, changes slogan from Brindley Mountains Country to fun classic country. WTOT FM 
2.7 Graceville, Florida changes calls to WTID FM. WTID AM 980 Mariana, Florida changes calls to WTOT AM. KTWV 94.7 Los Angeles, California changes format from soft AC to adult R&B. WCDL 1440 Carbondale, Pennsylvania changes format from sports to oldies and changes slogan from 1400 The Game to 1400 WICK The Mothership. WIBN 98.1 Earl Park, Indiana changes format from oldies to classic hits and changes network provider from Westwood One Good Time Oldies to Skyview Classic Hits WICK 1400 Scranton, Pennsylvania changes format from sports to oldies and changes slogan from 1400 The Game to 1400 WICK The Mothership WLQI 97.7 Rensselaer, Indiana changes network provider from Westwood One Classic Rock to Skyview Classic Rock WRIN 1560 Rensselaer, Indiana changes network provider from Westwood One Classic Country to Skyview Classic Country and changes slogan from the Bear Country 1560 to the Bear 104.5 FM 1560 AM KBUG 100.9 Big Spring, Texas changes format from new to Spanish religious and adds slogan Radio Vida KCPS 1150 Burlington, Iowa changes slogan from the voice of the people to KCPS Radio 1150 AM KGLE 590 Glen Montana changes slogan from your gospel radio station KGLE to KGLE AM 590 KQPZ 95.9 Lewistown, Montana changes format from classic rock to rock and changes slogan from rockin' central Montana to RK95 KUNQ 99.3 Houston, Missouri changes slogan from Big Country 99 The Rooster to The Rooster 99.3 KXLO 1230 Lewistown, Montana changes slogan from Big Sky Bullseye to KXLO 106.9 FM 1230 AM WARV 1590 Warwick, Rhode Island changes slogan from Life Changing Radio to Life Changing Radio 1590 AM 92.7 FM WBTH 1400 Williamstown, West Virginia changes slogan from Fox Sports East Kentucky to Mountain Top Sports. WCHT 600 Escanaba, Michigan 
change his slogan from News Talk 600 to News Talk 93.5 and 600. WCMM 102.5, Gulliver, Michigan, changes slogan from The Moose to 102.5, The Moose. WDER 1320, Dairy, New Hampshire, changes slogan from Life Changing Radio to Life Changing Radio 1320 AM 92.1 FM WDER FM 92.1 Peterborough, New Hampshire changes slogan from Life Changing Radio to Life Changing Radio 1320 AM 92.1 FM WDHR 93.1 Pikeville, Kentucky changes slogan from Today's Best Country to 93.1 WDHR WDMJ 1320 Marquette, Michigan changes slogan from News Talk 1320 1240 to News Talk 1320 WEKB 1460 Elkhorn City, Kentucky changes format from Classic Hits to Sports and changes network provider from Westwood One Classic Hits to Fox Sports Radio and changes slogan from Hit City USA to Fox Sports East Kentucky. WJPD 92.3 Ishpeming, Michigan changes slogan from Big Country 92.3 to Fresh Country 92.3. WLSI 900 Pikeville, Kentucky changes slogan from Fox Sports East Kentucky to Mountain Top Sports. WMIQ 1450 Iron Mountain, Michigan changes slogan from Talk Radio 1450 to News Talk 1450. WPKE 1240 Pikeville, Kentucky changes slogan from Hit City USA to Music Radio W. WPKE 98.1, WPRT 104.5, WPKE FM 103.1, Coal Run, Kentucky, changes slogan from Classic Rock 103.1 FM to Rock 103.1 FM, WPUL 1590, South Daytona, Florida, changes format from Silent to Spanish CHR, WSDK 1550, Bloomfield, Connecticut, changes slogan from Life Changing Radio to Life Changing Radio 1550 AM 95.3 FM, WUPF 107.3, Powers, Michigan, changes format from Classic Hits to Christian Rock, WXCC 96.5, Williamson, Virginia, changes slogan from Tri-States Coal Country to KXCC 96.5, Coal Country, KBEU 92.7, Bearden, Arkansas, changes slogan from K92.7 to 92.7 News Talk. KKUU 92.7. 
Indio, California, changes slogan from U92.7, the desert's hottest music, to U92.7, KWGL, 105.7, Uray, Colorado, changes slogan from the range, legendary country, 105.7 FM, 98.1 FM, to the range, 105.7 FM, 98.1 FM, KZKS, 105.3, Rifle, Colorado, changes slogan from classic rock station of western Colorado to the drive, 105, WDEH, 800, Sweetwater, Tennessee, changes slogan from Spirit of the Volunteer Valley to WDEH AM 800. WHTY FM 100.1, Phoenix City, Alabama, changes calls to WGSY FM. WUUA 89.5, Glen Spey, New York, changes format from silent to ethnic. And those are your call letter and format changes for this week for all things radio i'm jennifer sparks wishing all of you a good week my that's all wow. I well, wasn't the record what do we have 24 minutes uh, i think a there few weeks ago minutes. but or 28 yeah, yeah. there was one thing I, I didn't hear anyone go off the air this time i missed I didn't, no, I didn't, no i didn't yeah. and now i will you talk about iconic about sounders and iconic one of the stations you mentioned in there that changed format or oh, changed slogans k-i-v-y in crockett texas they they had a thing they would do and it was kind of funny they had a of course the trading post like every every small town does <laughs> and after everybody with after every ad you hear a bell go off okay after every different ad that's bell. true so that's joe joe and albuquerque go ahead your hand was raised go ahead Okay, I have some news here in the market. Finally, after Jennifer Sparks has reported about 1190 switching from religious teaching to news talk, it is now news talk, conservative talk. And um, um, Dennis Prager, Mike Hanlager, and okay, all of so these. Okay, uh, so it's uh, the answer, basically. It's, yes, it's what it is. is. It, it is the answer, yes. Yeah, okay. All right. What was the question? Uh, the answer. The answer is the question. We have the answer. No, the question is the answer. It's so it's so deep we can't get into it. I love I love some of the slogans the yeah. stations come up with. Right. Like today's best country. I think they should change it and has switched to today's second best country. Who was it that used to say one of America's two great radio stations? I forget. Well, was it WKBW oh, or something? Funny. But I don't remember who it was. I know I heard that slogan. One of America's not two great radio stations. I've heard, heard other stations say that. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. You always well, wonder who the other one, one is. San Antonio was doing that for a bit. They were saying, uh, your number two hit music station. Hey, uh-huh. here's something that you're going to find. I know I don't have the call letters right in front of me, but I'll, t- I'll mention them in the next week's broadcast. The station in Los Alamos, New Mexico, is going off the air because most of the businesses, are, a lot of them, have been closed down, and they can't make any money with advertising. And if you can't make money with advertising, your station goes off the air. It's unfortunate, but that's the yeah. way it is. So, yeah. And I think we're going to see we're going to see a lot more of that uh, as, as well. So we have a hand raised from Jerry. Jerry? Let me get to him. Indiana, Pennsylvania. Go ahead, Jerry. Okay, that's a bummer about KYW and the teletype, but uh, 
I'll never forget the day they went all news. I skipped uh, lunch at Oberbrook to hear him go. That was great. Yeah. Well, we, uh, yeah. So it was KB WKBW. I think as I said, one of America's two great radio. Yeah, I don't know who the other. By the way, the Jerry, I, I have a, a call. A, I believe if I don't have it, I can get it. I have the format change of KYW from all from uh, music. We played it. We played and it we, a year ago. Yeah, we played it. Yeah, we, 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 we played it on, on all things radio with Wee Willie Weber was the radio announcer at the time. Yep. So Oh yeah, right. good old Wee Willie Weber. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we Jerry, did. the only thing I can say is uh, if everything is going in the past, and so one. Can we please bring back Sally Star, right? Bring back Sally yeah, Star. Bring back Sally Star. Popeye Theater. Yeah, let's do it. Thank you, Jerry. Thank you very much for that one. I don't think you, I've Jerry. ever skipped lunch to hear a format. <clears throat> Me either. Now, I've done some strange well, they were. Remember, they were at a blind school. Maybe the food wasn't good. So we really don't <laughs> yeah. know. Okay, good right. point. Okay. Good point. <laughs> Enough said. Good Enough said. That, that's a... Have you ever stayed up late or gotten up early to hear a format change? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. Oh, I, did. Did. Yeah. I did. At 5 o'clock in the morning, at April 19th, 1965, I got to hear for the format change of WINS. They signed off the air, and they came on the air at 5 o'clock in the morning to all news. And in 1972, and I, I know it was in July of 1972, WCBS dropped its uh, hybrid kind of top 40 solo progressive format. Uh, and when oldies, and I got to hear that format change at 6 o'clock in the morning because they signed off that Sunday night into Monday morning. All right, what about you, Bernie, in Indianapolis? Bus. What have you, what is some of yours? Uh, I miss I miss the school bus one day because uh, our Y1, uh, KCYY, Y100 in San Antonio was coming on. They switched from Class FM, Adult Contemporary, and they were doing this, the count, the infamous countdown. From, yeah. And, and so about, and they were at number... 88 at about 6.45 in the morning, so I said, oh, and then I'm like, oh, the bus is coming. What are they going to be? And so, you know, I accidentally, you know, I just kind of wasn't paying attention, didn't make it out from the school bus, had to call my mom and had to tell her, hey, I missed school. Why'd you miss? Oh, I was checking something on the radio. Oh, I think that's a great excuse, though. That's All right, perfect, what, yeah. what about you, yeah. Yeah. What, what was I heard your... I was in a donut shop, oh. and I heard a format change oh, once. <laughs> Um, the station in Houston was doing satellite soft AC. Uh, I think it's from Unistar, one of those. And they went oldies and were using the same satellite service as oldies format. And I was just sitting in there drinking my coffee in the afternoon. I thought, wait, this is not Joy 94.5 anymore. And, you know, they were calling, they were saying oldies 94.5 and all this. Uh, that's kind of bizarre to hear. Format change in a place of business. And did the donut? The big question is: Did the donut shop not notice and keep it on? Uh, yeah, they just left. Yeah, it. They, I mean, they, they you were, can put they anything on the radio. Oh, that's music or something's going on over there. It's good. And plus, yeah. it was the format. Um, the owner would probably like it because uh, they listen to those types of stations. Yeah. So. Let's just yeah. let's just hope, Gary, that that the donuts and the coffee were good. Right. Oh, they were fine. They were, they were fine. <laughs> I seen ten seventy go from talk to sports, but that wasn't really exciting. We do have someone no. new that we haven't heard from on, on, on yeah. here. We have, uh, I think it's Edward in San Francisco. Edward. Go ahead, Edward. Go ahead. Can you hear me okay? Yes, yep. we do. Yep. Come yeah. here. Go ahead. We're, oh, we're good. Okay. Um, anyway, I was going to mention the KB, uh, the Black Information Network has, has been on for a few weeks on the 910 frequency. Uh -huh. um, I'm way out. I'm about 50 miles away from San Francisco, if you're wondering. Um, northbound. Um, and are you close? Uh, to, are you closer to Oakland? No, I'm in Marin County. I'm in okay. the more northernmost part of Marin. Okay. 
And then uh, the other thing I was going to ask is um, on KTWV, you know, when you played it before, you could almost see that that format change coming. Um, I don't think I it was. To... I don't think it, it was ever. I think that uh, the, the the place where Jennifer gets her format and call it her changes was a bit wrong in that because every time I look at them on the on the ratings, it says rhythmic adult contemporary. It always says rhythmic adult contemporary. But I've been hearing that uh, Intercom wants to make a whole bunch of cuts to their um, you know personnel. Um, oh, shock. Yeah, <laughs> uh, there couldn't be any shock. Yeah, and I've, and I've, uh, I've listened to Bernie several times when he was on the radio. You know, I've uh, gotten to hear him several times. But he so, was. He, he still is on. He still is on the radio yeah, they, occasionally. Yeah, he I remember, he's on no more now since he retired, he said. He, he, so, he can't you know? retire. He, 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 I thought you were going to retire and take a vacation, Bernie, but you're always on the but, radio. But you're, but you're on the weekends, though, aren't you? When I'm uh, half gone, I'm gone half the time. So. Oh, you're half I'm gone? Ha- I'm half well, gone. Well, well we're kind of both. I'm gone probably, most yeah. of the time. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Okay. Anyway, thank you. I will become a participant more often. Oh, thank you. It's good to hear new listeners. It's good to hear someone new. Go, uh, go ahead, uh, Mike. Yes, I remember when um, WMBM first changed format from Black Gospel to Talk. I was up one night. In fact, I was their first caller, believe it or not. <laughs> okay. And uh, and they didn't drop the format right away after they heard you? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, good. I worked good. there for a while. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, that's pretty cool. Well, you know what? I mean, it, it, it always is a format that I like to listen to. What is it about the formats that I like? Somehow, and they're always the ones that go away. Somehow, yeah, like, the I ones like, I like are always the ones that go they're always yeah. the ones I like are the underdog yeah. formats, you know, so that happened. But then there were formats that were really horrible. We featured the New York's all-news station when it, when it was WEMPFM on 101.9, <laughs> the worst oh. all-news station that I ever heard in my life. And, and they came on with it was own, and, and it was just horrible. I mean, it, it, there was no way they could compete with WCBS and WINS, and they tried to same thing in Philadelphia, and they had the same results, and the same company had the and same in results Chicago in, also. in Chicago as well. Yeah, and, Chicago too. Yeah. And it was just horrible. I mean, I it was just such a poor excuse for an all-news radio station that they should have never come on with the way they were doing that format, but that's just my opinion. Yet, I like the news and information service from NBC, but unfortunately, oh, it was I ahead of its time. That was such a, that was oh, yeah. a great service. News well, you know what? I, I, have the, I have in my air check collection, Gary, the last hour of WRRAM in Dallas, Texas doing that format. So, well, I have their first hour on cassette over here somewhere. So, so we'll have to get together somehow. Yeah. Okay? yeah. All right. How about if we do this? Because uh, I think it's time to hear Mike Golick. I, and please, uh, I hope I get that, that name. Golick. 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 Right. Okay. Because it's like, like, like a hockey goal. Okay. Because my yeah. stepdaughter kept calling it garlic. I said, it's not garlic. It's garlic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he, and he, by the way, you he know, was what, when ESPN went 24 7, he was a host when they were, you know, even then. So he was on pretty much the whole time that they were 24 7. And, well, he was there before they went 24 7, but in the morning in that time slot. Yeah, but somehow somehow that he never came along with with when they made all the other changes over the years, really. And so, well, yeah, he started off with Tony Bruno, and then of course Tony Bruno left, and then that's when they moved Mike Greenberg in with him, and then when Greenberg kind of they were on many how many years were they on? Moved and Trey Wingo in. How 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 long were Mike Golick and Mike Greenberg? Well, it said that he's been with the station. He was with ESPN for twenty three years. That's what it said on the news. But Mike and Mike about fifteen years, right? Yeah, they were together quite a while. Yeah. Bruno left in 99, and they were together until, like, 2017 or 2018. Yeah, about 18 years for Mike when, and Mike. Huh? Yeah, when yeah. Golick oh, oh. came on in 2019 with uh, Get Up. 
right, January we, 2019. We, so they were together for 19 years. Okay. Well, we have Karen in uh, Knoxville, Tennessee, and I know she'd like to say something, and uh, we want. I'd like to get her before we get this feature go. Go ahead, Karen. Yes. There are three instances in which I stayed up or uh, tried to get a format change. Uh, first was in 1989 when 94.1 changed uh, from WQXI FM to WSTR, Star 94. Oh, yeah. Uh, we weren't sure if it would change format. It didn't, but it changed call letters. Okay. And then uh, when 100.3 in Knoxville changed ownership, well, they said the original owners said that they would keep the format, but uh, they didn't. So they played a lot of old Knoxville radio and even TV clips. Mm-hmm. That's for cool. a couple of weeks. Sometimes, it, sometimes those uh, between formats are kind of fun. We had that. Oh, yeah. They all went rock. It was fun. They played some more mellow music, but they weren't talking anymore because they're getting criticized so much for being uh, changing. You know, you're going to be playing the devil's music, blah, blah, blah. So then, so for three weeks, they played, you know, um, Frank Oldies, but, you know, stuff from the mid-50s. Like, and uh, it was pretty cool stuff. But then, you know, they went rock on March 13th. The Now crowd showed up. Then 106.7 in Atlanta went all news from classic hits. Well, we could only get it on Internet, and just before 5, the Internet went silent. Uh. And we couldn't <laughs> actually hear the format change. Bummer. And that all moves uh, yeah, format, that was a bummer. That all moves format didn't last forever either. Unfortunately, they come, no. they go, and they come and go, Karen. You know how that all is. All right, Jeff. They certainly gonna, do. Go ahead, Bill. Yeah. Some, go ahead. I was going to say, we got to get ready to go because I'm going to turn the reins okay. over to gotta you. Got to get into a feature that. then, yeah. And I hope you enjoy this, Mike Golick, because he's a pretty good guy. And thanks, Karen. And I want you, Mike, explain the shirts again uh, for people that are watching. You can see them, but people on radio, if you want to have a chance, because, again, it's going to charity. Yeah, tweeted the link. Thanks to the people at Homage. Homage.com, the shirts that we have on right now. Mike Golick, a true pro with the donut O in there. Yeah. Notre Dame blue and gold. They're up on their website right now. 15% of the proceeds are going to go to the South Bend Center of the Homeless. We've worked with them for a long time. That's been a place my parents have always loved donating to. So be sure to check that one out there. Big thank you to them for help putting that together. Elliot and the folks over there. They're awesome, awesome crew. Yeah, very, very nice. Uh, so, again, this all started back in October October 12th of 1998, 7,600, and I believe it's now 57 days ago. We figured out it's been over 4,500 shows uh, through all of this, and uh, there's been there's been a lot of, obviously, people uh, involved through those years as well. Like for Bruno, uh, for me and Tony Bruno, Luis Cornetta was the producer there. Uh, and then for Mike and Mike, it was Pete Genesini, Justin Craig, Scott. Shapiro, Liam Chapman, Ray Necce, Drew Brooks, and Dan Stanzik. And then for Golik and Wingo, Stanzik came over and started doing that as well. And then uh, Evan, Evan Wilner as well. So those were all the producers uh, of the shows, let alone all the people behind the scenes of this as well. Yeah, I was going to say, we've got our whole staff here too as well. Allie, Jerry, Devin, Cliff, James, who's on the board with us today. I know Matt Lack's done stuff for us. All the researchers that we've had over the year, Brett, Riley, Gordo, Vic, who's done such great work for us. 
lately as well. Over on the TV side, Rochi, who's an absolute legend in his own right on the TV side, Ronnie Smith, Timothy Brown, Austin Hatley, Josh Askins, Mike Morgese, Brittany Carnes, uh, Josh Townsend, Adam Grigley, and Karen Am- and Amarado. Everyone who's done such great work for us here on Golok and Wingo since this show started. And I, I really pray I'm not forgetting every name. We've been fortunate to have a lot involved in here. Oh, yeah, Shelby Lacey. Shelby Lacey. Brady Bunch video. Yes, I can say she helped my mom with the famed Brady Bunch video project there, including, you know, uh, Justin, Pete G, everyone around there, Louise, who you mentioned and all yeah, that. We've yeah. got so many people around the department. Ray Netchi, who helped out at the beginning over with us, too, at Golok and Wingo. Yeah, that was, he was one of the producers as well, as I mentioned. So there's been a, obviously a lot of people involved. It's never just the people you see on air. And that, that's true, and I think, in any anywhere, any business, it's the people people behind the glass that uh and god god knows all the researchers that helped me yeah. sound way smarter than i really am um so it, it's been a labor of love certainly over all these years and uh, i i really have been humbled over the amount of uh of responses on on social media again this is something that wasn't around when yeah. i first started there was no there was the old fax machine with everybody out there going what the hell you know and the old fax would fall behind the fax machine because it had rolled up fax paper there was never any other of that and what came with social media was kind of instant gratification or instant we hate you you know whatever you wanted it was instant uh so it's been really incredible hearing what people are are saying and writing about growing up with the show it's a it's been a cool thing and and i think that's kind of what i wanted to portray over the years was just i wanted to be that guy sitting at the bar where everybody just kind of kind of hung out you know we all just kind of talk sports together and i just happen to hang out the bar with my family uh most the bar a long time (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. and and a lot of you have a problem a lot lot of times my kids were at the bar underage which Sydney knows well about going into college days Uh, Allegedly. Allegedly. But uh, that was important uh, to me to, to have my family be part of it because it's the most important thing to me. Uh, so to be part of that show, of, of this show, and to have so many people be part of that and want to be part of that and share everything that they have. It's been very cool. Yeah, and I think that's been the interesting part watching for all of us. As I know, my mom's been a wreck throughout all wreck. this, seeing the nice notes that everyone has sent and all that, and it's appreciated, but we joked and said it felt like a funeral and all this, and I realized, like, for us, it's a little different, and it's a little happier because even after we turn off the mics, you still get to be our dad. <laughs> okay. And I think that's the that's the part that through all of it, oof, I am my mom's son. <laughs> that's the part that through all of it, and when we grew up, you know, it was it was such a big thing, and Mike and Mike became this big phenomenon, and there was so much that came along with that, and it, you always made sure that it was about us, and you always made sure that you were around for the stuff that we did, and. We felt that, and we saw it, and it meant so, so much to grow up feeling like that you could do anything because you two made that possible because we got to watch the way that you guys woke up every day and loved each other and loved us and supported all of our dreams through that. It's the reason Jake is a, is a great husband right now. It's a reason Sydney's going to be a great wife, and they're going to be great parents. And you're going to be a great husband, too. <laughs> <laughs> and come hell or high water with my mom, that is going to be the case, too. But you always put that at the 
the forefront. You stopped calling college football games when we got to high school because you wanted to be around and support us. And then to get to do this with you for the last three years is it'll be the highlight of my professional life, my personal life. I love you so much to get to do the thing I always wanted to do with the person I always wanted to be is such an insanely surreal thing. I, I will never forget it. Well, so thanks, I Dad. appreciate that. Well, thank you. Thank all of you. Um, <laughs> Nobody going to jump in here and help, huh? The interesting thing about this show has been we moved here from, from Arizona because it was our baby. Yeah. We never aspired to do anything more than the radio show. It was the pinnacle for us. It's meant everything to us. It's been a part of our family, and that's why this means so much to us. <clears throat> this is why we did it, and this is why I did it for right here and what Mike just said. Um, all the guests and all the people we mentioned, everybody was so important, but there's nobody as important than who is sitting right here on the set with you right now. Thank you all. Indulge me just one moment to say something. I wanted to do this on Friday, but with our schedule being sort of as crazy as it's been and, and us getting moved around, I just thought I would do it now. As you probably know, this Friday, Mike Golick will end his 22-year run as the voice of sports in the mornings in America. And you probably also know I spent 18 of those years sitting next to him, and I've really enjoyed seeing and reading all of the well-deserved love and admiration that he's received over the last few weeks. There are two things I'd like to add to the conversation. The first of them is personal. And that is that for all the success Mike and I had together, the most important thing I got from our relationship had nothing to do with the show. And he has heard me say this many times. In the earliest days of our partnership, I saw up close and personal what it looks like when you really put your family first. Because every parent I know says their kids are their first priority, but not all of them live that way. Mike does. He lived that way every single day. And as a result, when my kids were born, I fully understood the sacrifices that go along with that. So I believe I've been a better father because of Mike Golick. And that is more important than all the donuts he ate, all the presidents we met, all the times we went on Letterman, and all the halls of fame that we are in combined. So that's one. The other thing I want to say is professional. And that is that for all the accolades Mike has received, I believe he remains to some degree underappreciated. Because when we started, the preeminent sports opinionists in this country were newspaper columnists first, and then radio hosts. And the big ones then were Mike Francesa, Chris Russo, Jim Rome, Dan Patrick, Tony Kornheiser. What all of them have in common, of course, is that none of them were former players, and neither was I. Mike broke through the traditional expectation that former players and coaches could only be analysts, only be personalities, but not could be talk show hosts. Mike was a football player, and he offered opinions on other sports. And he was accepted doing that. And as a result, he didn't just open a door for others. He built one. There was no door before he came along. So Mike Golick changed the game for the hundreds of athletes who have followed in his footsteps, as well as the millions of sports fans who have enjoyed his company all these years. Take a break. What can you say? Wow. Yeah, and of course, that, that was, was his son, and, Mike Golick Jr., that was with yes. him. Uh, that was the one who was crying and emotional there, yeah. And Mike Golick Jr. is going to be on in the afternoons, by the way, uh, with the new lineup starting on Monday. And and the, and, the, and the person at the end was the other Mike, Mike, um, Mike Greenberg. Mike Greenberg, Mike Greenberg. Yes. Mike Greenberg he does a well. show, Get Up, and he's going to have his new show, his return to radio, noon to two on, Mon- on the new Monday lineup. So Monday. it gets emotional, you know, and, 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 and talking about nostalgia, for those who like listening oh. to Top 40 Radio back in the 19th, 70s 
And who doesn't remember John Records Landecker? Uh huh. Do anyone remember him? Worked at WLS yep. in sure Chicago, did. Illinois. Well, he's been Lindsay on check. W. He's been on WGN, filling in for Bob Sarat doing mornings. And Surratt. Bob Surratt doing mornings, and it looks as though uh, I'm not sure if it's going to happen, but all the sources indicate that he may be getting an evening talk show on WLS, uh, WGN, I should say. But if you listen to him, boy, has his voice aged. I didn't recognize it at first, but he still got it. He still has it, and he was doing. He's been doing morning. When he came back to LS in '86, yeah, after Steve and Gary left and all that, he kind of was doing a talk show then. I mean, he played some music, but it was in that transition when they were kind of going adult contemporary working. So he was he was doing a little bit of talk radio at that time. Yeah, he was. I will never forget uh, that I was a big fan of his boogie check. And I remember we used to drive from my my old roommate in college. We'd drive from Syracuse, New York, down to the Bronx, and then he would go into Long Island, where he was from. And if we drove in the evenings, we'd listen to WLS on the radio at night uh, going until we got close to the city. Then, of course, we couldn't get WLS because we would get WCBS in New York on 880. However, yeah, it was a... It was a time in, in radio that was that you don't you're not going to see well, again, unfortunately. Uh, and no, you're not, and you can relate to that, don't, Gary. Can. People don't listen to long distance radio now. They haven't, you know, in decades. I mean, you know, you used to drive across the country and listen to LS oh. or SM or something. Yeah, well, that's of course why XM, you know, and and Sirius became so popular because people could do it. wasn't fading out, wasn't going, you know, because you could be listening to a long distance station and then you go into a little area and there's another station at 900 or something that knocks you out and you can't listen for an hour going through their little area. It was 890, even in the middle of the night. You know, somebody's broadcasting from 900 that's got a pretty decent signal. You know what the problem is? I think another thing. I think another thing, Chris, that hurts the long distance listening too is. Is you know especially like you mentioned at night, is there are so many modems and wires and all, and all oh, this yeah. stuff Nowadays, that are around now? Yeah. You were you really can't listen to long distance well, the, radio. There's another problem listening to radio at night. If, if everything is syndicated, <clears> we see this on every radio. So, so if I listen to eight ten WGY and they're carrying um, whatever show it is, let's it doesn't matter what we'll call. Let's say Mark Levin, yeah. whatever, whatever. Every other, there were like ton of the other stations carrying yeah. the same show. So what's but to you know to? that's a little bit of going around because if you put on the radio in nineteen fifty five, at the Spence came on WCBS and WBBM and WEEI and WCAU and WJR. You know it was all over the dial pretty much at the same time. So it, it, it kind of went it did full circle. The difference, however, was maybe after. 10, because I think network programming ended at 10. I don't think it went to 11 for radio. Not sure, and, but I don't think it but did. But you know what the difference I, also is, is Chris? Then, is then the they'd have di- their local news right. and their local music guys. And, stuff, and, you and know? the difference is, is that Group W with WBZ was one of the stations that said we're not carrying network dramas anymore. We want to do local programming, yep. because at that so time... July 1st, 1956. You gotta go back. Hold on a second, Sean. You gotta go back to the time when radio was changing. And and all these radio groups are saying, but we're not making any... We're not, we're not making any money. So... And what was happening here it was that was they had to find changes. Uh, we had to really thank part of the thing that even saved network radio was Pat Whitley. Uh, but no, I'm so, yeah, it was Pat Weaver. I'm sorry, Pat Weaver, whose uh, daughter is Sigourney Weaver, the actress. She changed. He changed radio and, and television in, in, in respect. But one thing back in the 1950s, he found that he came up with the concept of NBC Monitor, which gave a which gave a voice to network radio to to a weekend type yep. program on network radio, and what. And what what happened was, you know, he 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 did that, and and it came, and it and it became very popular at that point for a while. Unfortunately, what killed Monitor wasn't uh, wasn't really Monitor itself. What what killed Monitor was the fact that NBC replaced Monitor because they they needed the studio space for their news and information service, and so that's what killed Monitor at the time. But that was really the whole thing in. Yeah. 
because they were actually modernizing their music into adult contemporary. You had Murray the K and people like that. They started to play, you know, things like Alone Again Naturally and stuff instead of the, the jazz things you hear on some of the older monitors. So they were understanding that they had to modernize the music for people our age, you know, like they do now, like why we can't hear anything that we want to hear. So it's the same thing. It's the same principle. I get the principle. I don't like it. And that's why we're lucky. We have the Internet. They didn't have that. I, I, I only so wish that XM and Sirius hadn't merged because I think the XM product itself Oh, so was much a, better. Was a much better. Oh, it much was better, no, yeah, no doubt. <clears throat> and you realize that Matthew Cat's totally wife, agree. Kelly, Matthew Cat's wife, Kelly, he nicknamed her Cross Country Kelly because what happened? We went out to dinner with them one time a few years ago, and he told the story. They were she was going across the country. She was moving, and she listened to him all the way across, and she started talking to him. And she knew that someone, some she didn't know much about the music of the fifties, but she just liked his voice. She was younger, you know, like his age, really, late born in the late sixties. But she, he called her Cross Country Kelly because she'd report for okay, I'm in tree. Port Louisiana. Now I'm in so and so, and you know she call in each night, and everybody got into her trip, and then they, of course, talked off air, and uh, one thing led to another, and they got married. Now, am That's I correct in assuming that, that Matt the Cat is is? I uh, know he has some vision, but is visually impaired? Is that correct? Yes, he is. Yes, okay. he is. So let's give a kudos for that because. I, whenever they, whenever someone is visually impaired, I don't like to really, I don't really talk about being blind on the podcast a lot. But really, when someone does pull out the stops and say, "Hey, we're going to hire you," it doesn't matter whether you can see or you can't see. We're going to yeah. hire you. So we yeah, have he has to some really... vision, and he probably had more. He may have RP. I'm not sure, but he may have had more vision when he was there. But they're now still trying to. Of course, they're fighting uh, financial issues, trying to run their bed and breakfast in Salem, Massachusetts. Here, and running a bed and breakfast is about the hardest thing to do right now. Well, this is probably yeah, the worst I would, time to, I would say this is probably yeah, the worst I mean, time. Yeah. <laughs> But swinging it, swinging it back to Mike Golick, you know, on this feature a little bit, and you talk about changing and innovators, people that did. I mean, this, in the late 90s when you had all sports radio, your morning show and your afternoon show were local. But he, he made it syndicated morning sports talk radio, which, yes, you had other syndicated radio across the country that was starting to take off now. I mean, everywhere, every morning radio syndicated, but your sports shows that time were local, but they made it to where it was so successful that ESPN was telling their affiliates, hey, you can run local programming after 10 a.m. Eastern, but you're going to run Mike and Mike. Because, and people wanted them to run Mike and Mike because in a lot of markets, they would beat the local shows. And they were yeah. one of the first... They were one of the first on national to simulcast on television on a na- you know on national well, sports thing, basis. The thing right then in that era, late part of the century, beginning of the, you had Howard, you had that, and you had Imus, and they were all grabbing a yeah. station in each market. You know, but you know, what you know thing, and then you when know. they put themselves on ESPN two, you know, they were. I mean, it had already kind of been done with the Yes Network with Mike and Mad Dog, but on a national basis, them and then Imus going on CNBC. Yeah. Those were kind of the innovators uh, doing that. Uh, Imus was, was on MSNBC, not CNBC. Uh, oh, MSNBC. I thought it was okay. CNBC. Okay. Uh, let's kind of wrap this up just a little because we do have stuff to go here. Yep. But yep. let me just say one thing. But have you noticed the sports stations now, and I see a lot of trends here, that a lot of markets, they, they are putting on more local content at sports stations rather than just yes. all syndicated. But it, now, of course, it, the, the difference is at ESPN. I think they're having some problems because ESPN, with the Keyshawn Johnson show in the morning and the changes they've made, stations that, would, that had, had to keep wanted to keep their local programming and trying to show clearance for some of these shows, yeah. of course, of these shows, because you've got to do that if you're going to sell affiliates on becoming They need to do something about Dan Levitard. That's what they need to ESPN do. ESPN Radio. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, the one that, I'm the one that can't pronounce that name, Chris, all the time. Well, I say, that's look, why I, I said it for you, but they, they need to get really – that's not yes. a good show. This is a Dan Levitard show with still guts. So. You got it. Hey, we got it. Hey, how about we do this? Bill, I know you're busy over the other end there, but can we get to the WCTK? And this is the radio station I was going to uh, – that Bernie, I wanted to ask you about when we get to hear 
accurate. Why are they doing so well in the ratings? They went from a 9.1 in May to a 10.9 in July with a country format, and I don't see anything spectacular about them. But, Bill, if you can push that button, we can hear WCTK FM in Providence, Rhode Island, owned and operated by Hall Communications. This week, we're traveling to Providence, Rhode Island, and we're going to listen to a radio station that's done something that's rather remarkable these days. In May, the station pulled a 9.1 share of the audience. In June, the station pulled a 10.1 share of the audience. However, in July, the station pulled a 10.9 share of the audience. The station is WCTK-FM, owned and operated by Hall Communications, transmitting on a frequency of 98.1 with a modern country format. So without further ado, why don't sit back and enjoy country music New England style on WCTK-FM, from Providence, Rhode Island, on this edition of All Things Radio Live. WCTK NHD1, New Bedford, Providence. Hey, Cat Country, this is Tim McGraw. What's up, Cat Country? This is Florida Georgia Line. Hey, I'm Dan. And I'm Shay. And we're Dan and Shay. It's time to get your Cat Country on. Country 98.1. Hello and welcome to the Harbor One at One Music Hour. Save smarter. Let Harbor One Bank show you how. Find your harbor at Harbor One Bank. Find Michael Ray on Cat Country 98.1. Now. She's like a picture from an airplane window. It's always sunny up above the clouds. Yeah. From North Smithfield to North Providence, 146 is Country 5. Cat Country 98.1. Oh, son of Coach Charlie, the half full Summertime is cat country time. Summertime sounds like this. Hey, bartender. Keep your cat country on all summer long. She got the best of me. Excuse me, do you have the time? Time to get your cat country on. Country music starts now. now. Cat Country 98.1. Southern New England's country. Chris Jansen on bartending duty this afternoon. It's early, but it's Friday. Count your blessings. Hi, this is Brianna from Barrington, and I've got my cat country on. is Southern New England's country. Are you psyched for the first weekend in August? This is literally like right in the middle of summer, the dog days. So lots of fun stuff to be out and about doing. Appreciate you having your cat country on today and all through the weekends. Here's Luke Combs. Don't get me wrong, I like a bobber. 
country station, we drive the same roads as you do. And hit the same dang potholes. Southern New England's Cat Country 98.1. Hey, it's Jake Owen. New music now. Thanks for having your cat country on. Cat Country 98.1 getting all gushy. That's Jake Owen's latest called Made for You. Friday afternoon, almost the weekend. Phil Vassar feeling it. Another day in paradise with Cat Country 98.1. Attention swimmers, the pool will be closing in five minutes, but the party will continue on Cat Country 98.1. Giving the people what they want, Southern New England's Cat Country 98.1. Hi, this is Tyler Towards of Empire Ford. See dealer for complete details. Snap it, tweet it, Facebook it, or just write about it on a bright yellow post-it note. Uh Country music starts now. Now. Cat Country 98.1. Cat Country 98.1. Socially distanced drinking with Carrie Underwood. That's drinking alone. Brandy Hauser. Cat Country while you work. Hi, this is Dave from Pawtucket, and I've got my Cat Country on. This is Cat Country. This is good stuff. 98.1. New Bedford, Providence. Hey, Cat Country, this is Dirks Bentley. Hey, Cat Country, this is Thomas Rhett. It's Garth Brooks. Thanks for having your Cat Country on. Southern New England's Joe from Narragansett. Jillian from Mansfield. Southern New England's Cat Country 98.1. Cat Country 98.1. Well, it is Friday, so good night to be all about tonight. Blake Shelton, Thomas Rhett, Cat Country 98.1 right now. Well, there you go. Country music New England style is heard on radio station WCTK-FM from Providence, Rhode Island, owned and operated by Hall Communications. And one of the big questions I'm asking right now is, why is the station doing so well? In May, they were at 9.1. In June, they were at 10.1. And again, as I said earlier, in July, they closed out the book with a 10.9 share of the audience. Well, maybe you, the listener, can answer this question because I really don't know why the station is doing so well. If you have any comments concerning this part of the show, why don't let me know about it by email. The email address here is Jeff. That's J-E-F-F Jeff at allthingsradio.net. For All Things Radio Live, I'm Jeff Bennett. And that's the question I'm going to ask. And how about we go from one by one on the panel and see if we can figure this out? My Because uh, I'm not really <laughs> sure myself. Well, I want to start with you, Bernie, because you, you know, you're in the radio business. You're still doing some work in it. What is it about this station that's gaining the listeners? Well, first of all, I don't know the market. So I don't know if there is another yeah, country I, station that... 
I don't know the market either, and I don't think there are any other market. I don't think there is. I, I'm not sure, but I don't think there is. But even if it's well, the only country that, station in the market, why are they doing so well? That's the thing. Well, if they're the only one, that could be part of it. But the other thing is they're really local. Uh, yeah. I mean, their sweepers are local. Uh, they've got listeners on the air saying where they're from, what their names are. Uh, obviously, they're playing the right music. Uh, the weakest link in the chain is the guy on the air. Yeah. Uh, who at one point said, hey, you got a lot going on this weekend, a lot going on. Never said one thing about what was going on <laughs> or where you could do what, just a lot going on. And that, to me, was the weakest link. I mean, all their sweepers, they did that thing that, that stations need to do. They made everything count. Every I agree. Accounted for something. I, I get you know. it, and I and, think, and I think another thing, Bernie. They're trying to reach. You could hear they're trying to reach that younger generation that could be with yes. them, you know, for a long time. Yeah, Chris. Man, what about, what about what, let's go? I want to try to get some order here. What about you, Chris? What do you, I mean? Okay. Be your One thing is they've got a great signal because they're in New Bedford, which is not far from Providence. But they, you can get that station here on the South Shore. You can get it in you know south of Boston. Yeah, and I've seen so another the ratings that, there, so they show yeah, up in the Boston. That's board. right, they did. And <laughs> you know, so uh, you know, of course, we already have our own uh, country station here. But still, some people would listen to that. I think uh-huh. the other thing too, like making it local. The other thing, though, I think, and and correct me if I'm wrong, because it used to be when you listen to country country music, you know, somebody got hit by a train the day they got out of prison and all that good stuff. Nowadays, it seems like it sounds happier. And I'm wondering if people like classic rock want to go back and have a happier sound. And of course, it's new country, but there were some a couple oldies in there that I recognize because I don't know the new stuff, but I know some of the stuff from 20 years ago a little bit. But my point is, maybe because of the virus, people want to have some sort of a nostalgic. ZOX was number one again. The classic rock's had a resurgence. And I'm wondering if country is doing that because the sounds the songs are basically happy sounds. That's true. Let's do this. I want, I'd like to give everyone on here and then we're going to get to you ellen please be patient uh sean you're you're youngest so give us your perspective okay well ask someone who now i'm going to say i don't like a lot of the quote-unquote new what they call they call it bro country it's pop country as some people say it's a bad ripoff of 90s pop is what new country is and yeah chris is right they had about one or two songs from about 15 years ago but even me at 48, I'm not the demographic they're going for. They're going for that 18 to 34. That are the, yep. the 12 to 17 yeah. and the 18 to 24 market that's listening to the country that didn't used to. And I think the local the local point is. But like I said, you know, they it's the songs themselves. You turn on every new country station. It's what you hear. Now, I did, like I said, I do like that they had they had a lot of sweepers from a lot of the different artists and from the local people. So it's like, Bert, I like that part. I mean, the music, like I said, it's not the country that I would listen to of the 70s, 80s, 90s. I mean, some of the 2000s, but it's not. It's just, okay, well, you know, I don't know. No, I don't we know. Get, we get the how, idea. I don't know how they're doing <laughs> I get it. Okay, I, I want to because of time here. Let's do this, Gary, quickly. Could you do what you want? Then I want to get Ellen on, okay? Oh, sure, yeah. I think that, you know, is they are local. They're mentioning all the various towns around there, Narragansett and all those places. And, uh, you know, they're going to, they're obviously there, or they want you to think they're there. And that's what people want to hear is something from my hometown where I live, what's going on where I am from. Now, this guy did say there's a lot going on and we're still wondering to find that waiting to yeah. find out what that is right well i think part of the problem that weakens his show a little bit and i do believe after listening to it a number of times uh, there was no weather which i don't care about that but i know it was voice tracked and i and even with voice tracking if you're creative you can make it sound live and you can you make can it sound pretty good so there, so you know. i believe that ellen you're out in albuquerque new mexico did you have a comment on this 
Um, just real quick, I just wanted to say, you know, I'm not into the into today's country. However, they hit all of the high points on there, and maybe I think that's what why they are doing so well because they have done everything that you need to do in the station and you know so that, that that's just the way i think i mean i like the classic country the, the older stuff but you know that to reach their own so i just i just like to put that in there thank you very much ellen and as usual thank you very much for you and joe's participation in all things radio thank you thank you very much we we, we certainly do appreciate that hey, perry's part of the panel what does he think oh uh, perry, I, 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 perry I, I thought he was eating a steak over there sorry go oh, ahead no, perry. Yeah, the steak, hey the steak's been gone long ago but no I, that's what i think they did i think they hit that young demographic and i think if, if you really want to be long-term successful and get better that's probably what you want to do is hit that that uh age group that's going to be around with you for a long time and yeah. i I think that's what they did. I think you're right. By the way, I, 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 this is something that I've never done before on All Things Radio Live, but if you'd like the, the idea that when we talk about a station, if I bring it up to the panel for comments, uh, let me know about it because I, I'm trying to make this show and we're trying to develop it and we don't want to be stale and so forth like that. So I'd like to make, make sure you guys like what we're doing. So let us know by email or voicemail and, you know, and, and we will definitely continue doing what we, what we try to do and do a, a produce a pretty good and a really good quality show. And I want to thank everyone. I like what for, you're doing. You do. Can you pay me too? Yeah. No. Yeah. no, no, I didn't. But, I didn't but remember, Bernie's going to make a lot of money in radio, but that guy wasn't going to pay him. I, I still like that. Yes, yeah. No, I knew you. Were, I knew you weren't going to pay me. But I'll tell you what, Bernie. How about if I do this? Because if I get to Bloomington, to Bloomington, right to Indiana, Indianapolis, because I will eventually, because I do want to meet Bill and, and and meet the gang. I would like to. I will buy you a, a drink. Okay, is that okay with you? Yeah, let's go. All right, you got it. And yeah, and well, remember, but way, first, I, I'm waiting I, I, for my I'm waiting for my beer for the baseball. So you got you it. You get got that. it. Well, I know. Go ahead. You're coming and well. Go ahead, Bill. Uh, go ahead, Bernie. One real quick thing. I don't necessarily think that stations are going for the younger uh, demo because I don't think most younger are listening to the radio. And I, I right, they've got I'm playlists on their that. phone and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so I, I, I'm sorry to say that. You know, I think uh, I, you're I right, think, because my, my daughter, Brenna, who is 13 years old, is the only one that really likes to listen to the radio. And I'm saying, why do you like listening to the radio? And she goes, I don't know. But, uh, well, I think I, I know think, why. I think the station, I think this country station is is younger uh, end, but it's I think it's still more uh, 25 plus. Well, yeah. And I'll tell you what also is bothering Bernie, and I have two radio stations. I may feature both of them next week. And the trend is, here's the trend that I see that's very disturbing. And, and we're going to see a lot more of this because of the Corvette 19 and the Cronavis thing and, and because of, of, of the economy now. Stations don't seem to think that they need live or they need to have pre-recorded or voice-tracked announcers. And if they, if they can make money without them, they're going to. And I have yeah. two radio stations and that I have. Sweepers. That I have found that that do not have any announcers at this point that I'm going to feature next week on All Things Radio Live, and we'll 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 talk about that. Bill, I know it's uh, getting ready, a little bit late here, and I know you're in the middle of your meeting too. But how about if we do this? Uh, we'll say goodbye to everybody on on All Things Radio Live, and God, you know, I really enjoyed this. Was a really special pod, uh, radio show and podcast that you're going to hear because I think it really reflects uh, what All Things Radio is all about. Next week uh, we're going to do uh, this week we're going to do a thing on Bill Mack passed away. And we could do a whole hours and hours on Bill Mack because of his career, right? A songwriter, a singer. We could do a lot on him. But but he he wrote the song "Blue" for uh, for uh, Patsy Cline, later done by Leanne Rhymes, and he wrote wrote a bunch of other songs. So we're gonna do a show when he was starting out radio. No, this is not, in my opinion, the best air check. But I always like 
I call myself a radio historian, and I, so I always like to play radio air checks that that you don't normally hear. I even have that, and that's not the oldest air check in my collection. I actually have an air check from 1949. We'll have to play sometime. So yeah, so uh, and that's a country station. So. So that's all I'm going to say. Station, he, oh, good. The station he was on, KWFT, even, I'm sure, even, I mean, had a great signal. It went, because I was in Lubbock, Texas in 1991, when they were in 1991, and 200 miles, 250 miles away, southwest, 620, you could get them there. You could get them almost to Oklahoma City, to the Kansas oh, border, you past, almost, you to almost to the Kansas border. They um, they almost make it to the Kansas border, and you could get them. You used to be able to get them here in the, nine, in the late 80s. Early nineties before well, they, they moved them into the Dallas in ninety. They moved them into Dallas what ninety four. They, they... Yeah, somewhere around there. But when they KWFT was a station that had a lot of great severe weather coverage. If you live in the Wichita Falls area, they uh, oh, there's yeah. always a lot of severe weather there, and they would cover it. Well, and as I said, this is a, that for that area to lose that station. It's not good to do negative stuff, but this is the only big problem with the air check is when it was recorded, and he may have recorded it himself, and this tape got out. Is that they, I know the station had commercials; they weren't put in, and it was somewhat chopped up when I got it. And it's and there's only and, and everyone has the same air check. Every every website that has stuff about him has the same air check from August third of nineteen fifty seven in Wichita Falls, Kansas. So. Um, that's the only that's the only thing I oh, Texas. Yeah, I mean, that's Texas. the only thing I can say. Hey, Bill, if you're ready to push that button, why don't we say goodbye, everybody, and uh, thank you all, Bye, one and all, Talk for listening to, to All Things Radio Live. And we'll catch you all next week. And of course, if you'd like to stick around, listening to all Legend Oldies, you've got Tim Tim Oney's show coming up after All Things Radio Live. So, Bill, can you push that six countdown tonight? Right, you got it, Chris. Can you push that button? And we'll say seven threes. We're going to remind you two radio announcers who have passed away. Passed the first away. radio announcer we're going to recognize is Bill Mack. But Bill Mack was not just a radio announcer. He was in a little of everything. He was a singer, and he was a songwriter. His most famous song was probably the one sung by Patsy Klein and later sung by Leanne Rimes. The song is called Blue. And if you live in Dallas, Texas, you might remember Bill Mack doing the trucking show on radio station WBAP-AM. He also worked for XM Satellite Radio as well. This week, let's remember Bill Mack from August 3rd, 1957, working for radio station KWFT in Wichita Falls, Texas. So without further ado, let's bring that virtual time machine back to august 3rd 1957 on this week's edition of all things radio live
Don Reno and Red Smiley, we're going to give you our phone number in case you'd like to give us a buzz. We're taking long-distance phone calls for the first three hours of our show this afternoon. We'll take all we can. See you folks who live out of town, you call us up. Here are the numbers to reach us at. 34181 in Wichita Falls, Texas. Or if that line's busy, tell the operator to try 34182. Love to hear from you. Opening up the mail, Farmington, New Mexico. Yeah, it's quite a way out. Says, how about playing a song for Jerry, Ed, Biddy, Dusty, Barbara, Jeanette, Don, James, Doyle, and Ray, all of Claypool near Warica, Oklahoma. All right, that comes in from Ethel Ellis over at uh, Farmington, New Mexico. Says, hope you and Jackie and Debbie had a nice vacation. We couldn't ask for a finer one. Checking the time, it's about 43 minutes and 25 seconds past the hour, 12 o'clock. We want to say howdy to all the hillbilly musicians, wherever they might be listening in. Uh, let's see, there's old Pappy Staff out at the barber shop. Ewe Stewart at another barber shop. They're not speaking. And uh, Elmer Lawrence out at the used car lot. And uh, Tommy Bruce, probably fishing this afternoon. And I don't know if old Matt Flamingo, the singing birds, listening in out there at the cow lot this afternoon. I was going to listen to his show this morning and just fell off to sleep before he came on the air. I opened up this radio station this morning. And I'm getting old, boy. I've got to get my sleep. Uh, the temperature reading downtown at our thermometer reads 100 degrees, boy. The weatherman says it's going to be up to near 100. i got news for him. Here in town, it's already there. For my mama and daddy, I want them, I love them so. Yeah, well. So Lefty Frizzell, boy, that, that tune was really the thing back around 1951 called Mom and Dad Waltz. Here's a letter from Tell, Texas. How about playing a good song for Dolores Wilfang of Tulia, Irene Hoffman of Dallas, my mother, and the family of Wellington, my husband, my husband's mother and daddy and family of Childress, my grandma, and Oscar of, uh, looks like it says Lulia, and also for you. This is for Mrs. Bob Hoffman over in Tell, Texas. Hope they're all listening in over that way. Friends, be sure and uh, remember whenever you find time this afternoon, if you live out of town, give us a buzz. 34181 or 34182 is the number to call. We received a phone call from Abilene, good old Abilene on the ball. We want to send a song out to uh, Ray Connor over that way. He wanted a song played for his gal friend Maxine. He said, Here's Marvin. I wish we had some rainwater. <laughs> seconds before one o'clock and it's him time on our program right now with the Smith Brothers front and center. Just the rules will do.
guitar with little Jimmy Dickens' great aggregation out of WSM in Nashville, Tennessee. Border Serenade. Here it is. Radio station KWFT AM from Wichita Falls, Texas, on August 3rd, 1957. I only wish the quality of this air check were much better. There are a few other air checks of Bill Mack around from that same era, but this air check was the best quality that I could find. Now, if you have any comments concerning this part of the show, why don't let me know about it by email? The email address here is Jeff. That's J-E-F-F, Jeff, at allthingsradio.net. And we sure would like to hear from you. And if you have any air checks that you'd like me to present, why don't you let me know about them as well. For All Things Radio Live, I'm Jeff Bennett. This concludes another All Things Radio Live. Join us every Thursday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern for the latest radio news, interviews, caller questions and comments, station scopes, and more. Visit the show's official website at www.allthingsradio.net and visit the Legend website at legendoldies.com. Join us again next week for another All Things Radio Live on the Worldwide Legend.